Hello, everybody, and welcome to Book O'Clock, where we clock in with a new book to give an honest review. This podcast is available on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple. Welcome to Honest Book Reviews with me, Kalaki, and I will break the reviews into four separate parts. One will be the book title, author, synopsis, and tags I'd use to classify the book. Two, my spoiler-free warning, general review of the book as a whole. Three, the spoiler warning, and my tells and feels during the book, and mild spoilers to my favorite or least favorite parts. And finally, four, my overall rating of the book out of ten. So let's get those pages turning. Today, I'm reviewing The Wicked King. I'm just kidding. I lied. I'm reviewing The Cruel Prince. The Wicked King is the next review. We're going to go in order. The Cruel Prince, which is the first book in the Folk of Air series. This book was highly recommended to me on Book Talk again. This is where I'm learning to never trust Book Talk. The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Sharpen your blade, harden your heart. Jude was seven when her parents were murdered, and she and her two sisters were stolen away to live in the treacherous high court of fairy. Ten years later, Jude wants nothing more than to belong there, but many of the Fae despise humans, especially Prince Cardin, the youngest and wickedest son of the High King. To win a place at court, Jude must defy him and face the consequences. I would classify this book as a fantasy, magic, political fairy, enemies to lovers, fiction. Let's get into my spoiler-free warning. I don't know why I keep saying spoiler-free warning. My spoiler-free section of the review. This book is political. It's a political book. It's just about fairy politics. That's it. There's like war and drama and who gets the crown? This is a fairy politics book. There's some cool magical elements with like introductions of fairy powers and fairy creatures and poisons and combat and tournaments and fighting, but it's a politics book. It's a politics book. Don't ever think that it's not. The main character, Jude, is a very, very strong female main character lead. She has cool development. She is passionate. She holds her own. She's very, very smart. She's very witty. She has a lot of cool characteristics, and her storyline is really fun to follow. Each character design is really unique from Cardin to Locke to Jude to her dad. I don't know why I would say her dad, but her stepdad, I guess. Whatever. The one who killed. The book starts off very intense. So, like, chapter one is them going into how they got into fairy with murder. It's intense. It's an intense read. But don't get me wrong. Good book. Just remember that this is a politics book. Everything is drama-filled. It's fast-paced. But it's about politics. This is not a romance book. It is advertised as an enemies to lovers book, which it is vaguely with like the minorest subplot of enemies to lovers. It takes the full 
three trilogy series for you to really see the enemies to lovers. Book one is not it. I'm telling you right now, if you're looking for romance and you only want to read like one or two, this is not a book of romance. The plot is moderate. It's pretty basic. It's, oh no, the high king's stepping down. We're getting a new king. Who's going to get the crown? It feels kind of slow. And the whole book kind of feels a bit prequel to the second and third book. There's a lot of room to explore the universe. It's a really good world building. There's a lot of characters to get to know. And the first book, like I said, it just, it, it developed well. It had good traits of like developing Jude into the warrior she wants to be, her creating her role in the universe, her meeting Cardin, what her sister's doing, her other sister, what Locke's doing, what her dad wants. Like the whole book definitely is like a, world-building prequel to whatever they want to do in the other books. Good book, but it's a politics, world-building book. Except for the very end, where they develop their plot to win the ending of the book, and it has a really, really good twist at the end that I was not prepared for and really loved the way that it left off room for the second book where I was like, this is going to be interesting. Really good use of each character that you got all that time to meet. You develop a relationship with all of them. And at the very end, they all come together and win this section and then plot twist it. And then the book ends and you're like, ah, now we're getting into the book. Good book. Fast paced but it's not, a it's not a romance, and it's just a lot about fairy. And I love fairy. I'm not saying I have any issues with fairy. I thought it was a cool world. I loved reading it, but it is not what people advertise it as to be. So then we're getting into my spoiler warning. From here on out, I will be reflecting on my feelings during the book. This may contain mild spoilers. If you'd like to read this book yourself, you may want to clock out now and check out my other reviews. Or recommend more books for me to read. Like I said, this book was recommended to me as an enemy to lovers romance. It is not. While there is tension between the two characters, it is slow and it is very toxic. There is a single kiss in the whole book, and it's meh. It's. Emil, there's a single kiss in the whole book, and it's done at knife point. It's, uh, I don't know, I mean, it's hot, don't get me wrong, like, I love a good red flag relationship, but he's really toxic, like, he tries to drown her, kicks dirt in her food, and people are calling it a romance, uh, it's, it's kind of abuse. It is a slow burn relationship. If you could call it that in book one, if you could call it that in book one, I don't know, because they don't like each other. They're very much enemies in book one, very much enemies, including all the characters. There is like another side relationship that she gets into with another character, and it's okay, even though the whole time you know you want it to be with the other one who's toxic, but eh, eh. 
Cardin, however, is a very unique main character. He has a strong possibility to develop with Jude, and although he's very toxic in this book, you can see hints of other things underneath him, and that definitely leads you to want to get to know him more and figure out what his tells are and his experiences are. But book one, like I said, this really is a prequel. The whole thing is world building and being like, here's some characters, you want to get to know them? Try again next time. Weird plot twist involving her twin? Uh, I, and like a fake relationship that I was like, ah, th to test your love to me, you're going to watch me kiss your sister? for a while it i i mean i know it's about fairy and their cultures but i i don't i don't know how i felt about that i was like could he at least just be like lying like why did it have to be like she knew the whole time while i was dating him that I, it was fake it was weird it was weird i wish that didn't happen the bloody betrayal section in the throne room was expected but it had good development for everybody. There was like a war, you know, Red Wedding style Game of Thrones fighting. Good stuff. The fairy world, super fun and magical. But like I said, I'm saying it over and over again because it's just very true. The book is very political and it's war heavy. The romance is a sub plot. So it got a little bit heavy to read at times because you're just following armies and kings and rules and strategizing and pawns. And it, it's fun. There's spies, there's war, there's murder, but it can be a little bit hard to read sometimes. The ending of the book was my favorite because it was over. No, uh, the ending of the book was good. It used all the spies, all the characters you met. You team up with Cardin to beat the main character's dad. And tricking Cardin into the victory that they have at the end, while Jude gets all of her power and wins over Fairy in the end, is really cool. And like I said, it creates an actual plot for book two. Which is fun. And another thing I really enjoy about Jude as a character, who wants to be a knight, who wants to be a warrior, who wants to become a spy, who wants to grow in power, she's never afraid to kill a lot of times when you come across these books, it's like the woman's always like, I want to do this, but I don't know if I'd kill. She just goes right into it. She'll kill people. She'll move on. She'll stab you and walk away. It's very powerful. I really enjoyed it. And it was a good book. Good read. I recommend you check it out. I will be doing the rest of the books in the series. As you can tell, I started by calling the first review The Wicked King. I will be doing that one next. Uh, but we started off with The Cruel Prince. That's my review of The Cruel Prince. My rating is about a 6 out of 10. Good book, good read, good flow. But like I said, book one kind of felt like a prequel to the rest of them. So check it out if you'd like to. Check out my other book reviews. If you have anything else for me to recommend, leave a like, leave a follow. Tell me I'm doing great. Tell me I'm doing bad. Who knows? Who cares? I'll see you in the next review. But for now, I'm clocking out. Bye!